0: Hello and welcome to Season 8, Episode 7 of the Cartridge Club Game of the Month Podcast, where we bring together members of the Cartridge Club community to discuss our community playthrough. If you're new to the club or interested in participating in future months for games like Ghostbusters, the Legend of Zelda Wind Waker and Act Join our community Discord, our forums at cartridgeclub.org, or follow us on Twitter at cartridgeclubna. We love to see the hashtag cartridgeclub used whenever you talk about one of the games we've selected. I'm Church, and on behalf of our rotating pool of hosts, Josh, the Q Dogs, Ryan, and Musty Hobbit, I'd like to thank you for tuning in on behalf of the entire cartridge club community. I'd like to give a huge shout out to our Patreon club backers, Joel Boyce, Kevin from buried on Mars, base guy, Dean lasagna from round two gaming and Caleb J Ross, as well as the rest of the cartridge club, Patreon supporters. Thank you. Power. We're trying something new for the Cartridge Club's Game of the Month for March. In the past, the now-completed CC Portable podcast used to do a March Madness theme for portable games, and we're adapting that. For the community, we're encouraging everyone to play whatever Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games they want to play and share their thoughts with the community. For this podcast, though, we'll be focusing on TMNT 2, the arcade game on the NES, TMNT 4, Turtles in Time on the SNES, and TMNT, the Hyperstone Heist on the Genesis. Joining me to talk about Turtle Power Month is Retro Mojo. Hey, thanks for having me. Red McKnight. Hello. John Riggs.
1: Hi.
0: And Michael B., the Game Genie. Thank you so much for having me on. This is awesome. And I'm glad you're all here. Before jumping into the games themselves, uh, two things I thought we should touch on. So, firstly, for anyone who might be living under a rock in the sewers or in their shells for the last 30 years, who are and what are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? You're asking us. I'm asking you guys.
2: (laughs) They're teenagers (laughs) in a half shell and they're green.
1: That's true. (laughs) No, uh, you know what? I got my introduction... It's funny, my introduction to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was the NES game. And that's when I was like, oh, isn't there a cartoon? And then I noticed the cartoon. And I was like, oh, wait, isn't this based on a comic? And then, I mean, it started with the comic, of course, but I didn't even get my introduction until the NES game and I was playing it. That's where I I was first introduced to it.
0: I didn't even know about the comic for many years. I think well into the 90s. And I I wrote down a couple little... um, Blips here of uh, fun facts: the a comic was originally created by Eastman and Laird in 1984. The cartoon came from Eastman and Laird wanting to have action figures that spawned into, you know, the 80s. Cartoons were to sell toys, <laughs> so oh, yeah, <laughs> they they adapted that, and the cartoon first aired in 1987 and ran. the The original cartoon aired in 1987 and ran until
3: 1996. Oh man. I can't believe it was that long. I don't remember it being that long, but then I got the turtle van with all the DVDs, and it actually was that many episodes. So. <laughs> it's it, it gets a little tougher to watch in the later
2: seasons. It, it so, does, oh, eh?
1: the budget drops off. You know, Michelangelo changes uh, trades in his nunchucks for like a grappling hook for some reason. Yeah, it's it's oh, no. it's, it's, it's pretty weird after a little while there. <laughs>
3: So I saw the good episodes.
1: That's there, yeah, that's right. That's the that's way you look at it, yep.
0: <laughs> well, so I, I guess on that point, so John, we kind of got your uh, introduction to the Ninja Turtles. So everybody else, how, uh, how do you remember how you got into them? What was your first introduction, comics, toys, the games? And have you kept up with the Turtles over the
4: years in different shows, movies, games? Me, to some extent I've kept up, but my introduction... It's the memory is spotty at best because my memory is absolute crud. But you know, it was either the um 80s cartoon or the I think it was 1990, the first live action movie. Mm. It was one of those because you know, I just they're just how do I put this? They were awesome. I couldn't really explain it. They were turtles, but they were ninjas, something slow with <laughs> something fast. It just it was awesome. I just loved it. Made a connection, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Um. They they were a cultural phenomenon, that's for sure. It just and from there it just changed into like video games and everything else. I had a few of the toys, not many.
0: For me, I, I actually don't remember exactly when or how it was. Pretty early on, um, I th- I'm pretty sure it was before the first NES game. Somewhere it was either the cartoon or the toys got me into the other. Pretty early on, a week or so ago, uh, because of another member of the Cartridge Club community actually shared a picture. I think I was about uh, six, maybe six years old, maybe seven, holding a couple Ninja Turtles with my little brother. And I, I, I was, at that age, I was turtles crazy. I had toys. I remember having like a, a pajamas that looked like the Ninja Turtles. Uh, I had like a, a gi uh, like a karate gi that was Ninja Turtles themed nice over those first early years. Like that was, that was the thing I, I had put away the GI Joes, uh, the transformers and went full Ninja Turtles. Nice. Well, I grew up here
2: in Canada, and uh, we didn't have a lot to do, so we'd watch YTV after we got home from school. And uh, it wasn't always the best. Like, you would get Duckula and Hilarious House of Frightenstein. But one day, uh, it wasn't that, or it wasn't Doctor Who that came on. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the cartoon, came on YTV one day, and immediately, I absolutely fell in love with it. This was the coolest stuff I had ever seen. Definitely a little bit better than Duckula. I will say that. So... <laughs> uh you know we just fell in love with the cartoon and then it exploded from there the same way the simpsons exploded pretty much all my clothes became teenage mutant ninja turtles wore a lot of sweatshirts back in the like early 1990s uh there's a really cool picture of me uh somewhere online i'll find it one day where i'm there at my birthday party i get a mario cake and you know i'm wearing like a Bart simpson sweatshirt and teenage mutant ninja turtles jogging pants like just everything the toys (laughs) everything became teenage mutant ninja turtles for a little while and you said it best like i was a big gi joe fan big he-man fan big transformer fan when that hit Everything stopped. Everything was Playmates, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys, getting the accessories. You know, me and my brother, I remember we had a very big definite right from the start. I was a Michelangelo guy. He was a Raphael guy. So that very first year, we got our very first two Turtles toys for Easter that year. I got Michelangelo. He got Raphael. And then our collection kind of grew from there. Then I remember walking into the arcade for the first time and seeing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, and just, you know, I was such a small kid. I was about 10 years old and watching the bigger kids play it and trying to jump in at the right point so you could beat the game. So I think I jumped in right at the end when Shredder was just about dead. <laughs> like I did nothing, but I still beat the game. And I was like, yeah! you beat the game. <laughs> it counts. Yeah, well, that's right. I, I, I could go on and on. Like, uh, I kept up with Turtles uh, pretty much like I was a big kid. So even when I was like 26, I was still watching cartoons uh, on TV regularly when they were coming on. But right around the time the GameCube game came out and that uh, excellent Fox series was on, I kind of fell out of it myself personally. I was rejuvenated when the newer movies came out. But, I mean, they were, they were tough watches. Let's be honest. Like, I tried. I really did. <laughs> I fell asleep during the second movie. I tried. Oh, God. But uh, now I have a four-year-old little girl, and um, she's a real interesting kid, and she loves Turtles. It's her favorite arcade game. I have a Turtles arcade one up in my basement, so that's one she always gravitates to. I recently bought the new toys, so she has all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that she plays with. I also she. have all the she well, no, yeah, no, you, she, yeah, you
1: got it for her. Right. I, okay. Jump,
2: <laughs> I, I did because I actually have the original toys still in the package up on a shelf. And if I didn't ah, buy her these, she'd be trying to play with my originals. Fair <laughs> enough. So uh, she's really brought me back into it. And we've become very interested, especially with the new game coming out that is going to be interesting for her. And of course it's a love letter for us because it's the teenage mutant Ninja Turtles from when we were kids.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, exciting, exciting for sure. And we'll definitely have to talk talk about that game uh, at some point. Who are we missing here? Who else I'll, hasn't told us how they got into the Turtles?
3: I'll, I'll give her a go. Um, I'm, I'm definitely excited for the new game, too, after watching that trailer. Just say that. Just, that, that looks amazing, and I can't wait for it. Yeah um like most of the guys cartoon for me really got me into it so cartoon action figures i remember looking at the sears wish book like along with the video games just looking at all the play sets like and like I, I like do i ask for the turtle van or do i ask for a game like it was a tough choice but i remember looking at all those play sets and like just the stuff they had Like it would have been really cool to have all that when you were a kid so the wish book for sure um, I had this really cool tent sleeping bag combo thing that I remember. So it was like a turtle's, like you put it together, it was plastic, and then it had like the big tent on top and, and a sleeping bag, and it was a whole set. And I think it wow. came with pajamas wow. too. It was like a, and they had one for pretty much every popular thing back in the 80s. Like I'd I love to try and find that wish book. It was either like 80, 87 or 88, and just look at that again. It would be really awesome um love the movies uh, the first one the second one the third one was kind of yeah and and again kind of just fell out after that and then i did go see the new ones i didn't hate the first one the second one i don't i don't even remember seeing it i know i did but i don't remember what happened in it so it couldn't have been that memorable
0: haven't heard great things about him that's for sure
1: but isn't the second newer movie isn't that one based more like on the cartoons that we grew up with. Like it actually has Bebop and Rocksteady and it actually has the turtle van shooting male you know, manhole male you know, man covers and stuff. And,
2: and John, that's the most frustrating part because somehow it's worse.
3: <laughs> I don't even remember it. I have seen it.
1: I, I skipped it, but I was, just, I was just thinking the other day when I was replaying these games, uh, building up to this podcast, I was like, you know, I never saw the newer movies. I would, I should, I should maybe give them a go just in case, but uh, maybe, maybe best. I, Save my time.
4: Are are you guys referring to the... When you say newer movies, are you referring to the ones where the totals are, like, really huge? Like the Michael Bay ones, right? Yeah, that. Is that the ones? Yeah. Is it Michael Bay? (laughs)
2: Yeah. It's the Michael Bay movies where he's fixated on taking these characters from the 80s and giving them
1: nostrils and weird facial (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they don't have their noses or anything. It's just, like...
3: And they're just Ooh. so overpowered too. Like it's when they're fighting the foot soldiers, they
4: just demolish them. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little over the top. I took one look at the visuals of that movie. Saw a buff ninja turtle, and I, I, I couldn't. Yeah. I just couldn't.
1: <laughs> they're not fifteen. They're not. Te- they're not teenagers.
0: Red, mm-hmm. did, did uh, how'd you get in the turtles? Just Keep uh, up, the
4: turtles. I think you said you did. Yeah, uh, he was first. Yeah, the. It was either the cartoon or the first movie. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, and those movies, like how awesome are those? They are cool.
3: very good. The first two, for sure. The third yeah. one, I think that was like a straight-to-VHS uh, <laughs> theater.
1: <laughs> no, well, no. I am I live in the Northwest. I live in the Pacific Northwest. And the third movie was filmed in, mostly in Astoria, Oregon, which is also mm-hmm. where they filmed Goonies. It's where they filmed Kindergarten Cop. Oh, cool. Um, and, and a lot of movies aren't oh, filmed... A lot of movies aren't filmed in in the Northwest, so anytime there is one filmed in the Northwest, it kind of gets a Northwest notoriety of like, oh my God, they're actually filming. They're not filming in Los Angeles. They're not filming in New York. They're not filming in uh, Vancouver, BC, where, where they film a ton of movies. Um, yeah. It's actually filmed if it's filmed in Oregon, it just it becomes you know almost local, just by main nature of being in the Northwest. So, I agree, though it's definitely uh, the, uh, the the lesser of the three. <laughs> but the first one I love. I mean, the first one it also introduced. So I think it was that first crossover. You grew up with the cartoon you love the cartoon we all love the cartoon and then here comes the movie and the movie has more ties to like the comic than the cartoon so that's when you realize oh wait a minute the foot the the foot clan the foot soldiers aren't robots they're actual people they're actual humans they turned them into robots for the cartoon's sake because you know you gotta have a leonardo using the swords on actual humans <laughs> in a cartoon right you gotta have a robot it's same thing with the x-men that's why it's why the x-men cartoon it's all uh robots and uh, sentinels and all that because you yeah. can't have wolverine you know actually slashing people in the face with, a, his, with his claws um and so there's a couple of tie-ins with that and i thought that was really uh cool that they did that where it's like and they realize oh here's you know, here's what the movie is. Here's the movie version, but you can always go back to the cartoon version. Mm. Um, I mean, of course I still prefer the cartoon version. That was, you know, I was, I was all over it. Uh, ha-
0: has anyone watched the cartoons like in any sort of recent times? Mm. Can, can I, oh, you yeah. can comment on the quality? Cause I honestly, I haven't really gone, like I've seen clips over the years. I've never actually gone back and rewatched the cartoon general consensus that I, that I, I kind of get is like the early seasons pretty yeah, decent, perfect. and then they get really go off go off the rails there, yeah, so they hold up, they totally hold
2: up there's a lot of cartoons you go back and watch, and it's kind of tough, like I love he man, but man he man can be a tough watch some
1: go back and try hey, I'm, I'm with you, buddy, <laughs> yeah,
2: but turtles early turtles do hold up, I love going back and watching and noticing where. You can tell certain voice actors didn't show up that day, and other people had to step in and do their voices. That's one of my favorite things about Turtles. Like, you never knew what was going to happen. Uh, it it it's good. It's good fun, and uh, it's on a regular rota- rotation for my cartoon watching when I get time.
0: Awesome.
4: Red, you said nice. you you watched them kind of recently too. Uh, I watched one episode off of the Volume Six DVD recently, but since it was a volume, I don't know which season it was. But it was the episode where. Uh, the master splinter finally lets them go out into public. And I think they end up in Paris, France.
2: You've watched too fair. Go
1: back back red.
4: (laughs) Why am I going back?
1: <laughs> You're too far into the seasons.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, that, was work, that was the only episode that would work on the actual DVD because it was all scratched up. Oh, no, nice. gotcha. that's too
2: bad. See, you've you've got past the part where Fozzie already jumped the shark.
4: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <If> that's <so. laughs> I excellent. Yeah, yeah. It was a different take because they're always so hidden from the public. But in a different setting, like as I said, Paris, France, they're like accepted as heroes. People are cheering for them at the end, if I remember correctly. Yeah.
2: So yeah. Uh, were they the Hero Turtles there? Yeah,
4: or? yeah. That's
0: that's worth mentioning. Uh, I, I almost yeah. forgot about that. Is across the pond they they retitled them Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles because they thought ninja and like the weapons would encourage kids to get violent and. Well, not like nun, yeah, that were, really happened <laughs> I think nunchucks were banned in 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 Europe or something or UK. I, I think wow. th- I think they just had a
2: hard time with Konami because they did the same thing with Contra too. They were like, nope, these yeah. got to be robots.
0: Yeah, protector. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, very interesting.
1: And it wasn't just a. I mean, it was it was everything there. Um, I was I was literally recently on a podcast maybe a week ago. Um, the host was someone from the UK, and it was so. Weird for me, being from the United States, just to hear him casually say, oh, I heard you liked Teenage, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Hero Turtles. And he said it like as, it, as if it rolled off the tongue because that's what he knows it as. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, you know, what? it's funny. I've never actually heard anyone say that unironically because <laughs> he said it with an English accent and everything. Nice, but. nice, nice. <laughs> oh, one other thing on
2: the cartoon. Yep. Can we all can we all agree that when the turtles went in public with their human masks, that's the most terrifying thing in the entire world? <laughs> <right>? <laughs> they, look,
4: they look horrible. Yeah. Have a very vague memory. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Thanks so <laughs>
1: Can anyone do Krang's voice? That's my question. Who can do Krang's voice from the cartoon? Mm. I I could try, but it will be terrible. All right, (laughs) if if you if you try, I'll try you first. Shredder. It's pretty good. Terrible. All right, here's mine. Here we go. Here's here's Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the cartoon, 1987, as done by John Riggs. Shredder. (laughs) <laughs> All right. yeah, not not too go. much better Not too much better <laughs> I I it. It's one of, the vo- one of the voices on the playground I couldn't do
0: <laughs> Awesome So uh, let's check out uh, One of the earlier polls From this month If you check out uh, Cartridge Club NA on Twitter Each month there will be a series of Polls or questions Ways to get involved with the community For the game of the month And the first poll we had was Alright, time to put this to rest Who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? And out of 110 votes, Donatello overwhelmingly won. Well, maybe not overwhelmingly, but Donatello Ooh. won with 37.3% of the votes. Second place was Leonardo with 23.6%. Raphael with 227 And I was actually really surprised that Michelangelo only got 164 <laughs>
1: That's uh, just, Mike, just Michael voted for that one.
0: <laughs> was this an ironic poll? Like,
2: did you intentionally vote backwards? I don't understand. <laughs> I,
0: I was wondering if people were voting on which characters they played in, like the Steam. games. Yeah, because yeah. Michelangelo, Good. you know, the nunchucks are always really short, and Donatello you had the extra reach with the bow staff. It's like, I and personally, I, I'm a Leonardo guy. I, I always, I've always been a fan of swords and ninja swords and. You know, just the, the cool, leader, collected guy. You know, I, I liked all the turtles, but Leonardo is my guy. How how about you guys?
3: Raphael guy here, for sure. Just the, the attitude. Although he's he, he's kind of a dick <laughs> in the movies, but <laughs> a little over the top in the movies, but I liked him in the cartoon.
1: Sure. Yeah. Same way. Uh, I was a Raphael guy, just because in the cartoons, he was sarcastic. Um, comics, in the movies, uh, he was more... Um, in the comics and movies, he was like almost like... Like just grumpy, he was like you know like the Squidward. He was just like you know like oh, I'm, I'm just gonna do it myself. And it's like oh, come on. And in the cartoons, he was hilarious. He was like the yeah, I loved him. Yeah, had the worst weapon though.
4: I voted Donatello because I'm semi guilty of what you said in the video game. In one of the video games, he had this twirling bow staff move that I just that's how I want every fight. But yeah. and but also because he's a he's a techno head, you know I mm-hmm. love technology so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to tell when.
2: Well, my name's Michael. His name's Michelangelo. Seemed <laughs>
4: like a good fit.
2: So that's where I went. I've almost been a Michelangelo guy just for that reason. Yeah, and he's a party dude.
0: Yeah, a party dude. Always having a good time. That's
2: right.
0: And like, I grew up in the 80s too, man. Nunchucks were rad. Like, yeah, everybody they were. wanted to learn how oh, to use yeah. nunchucks. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think I, I I get the impression that over time, people have picked different turtles, but it it really seemed like back in the day, like Michelangelo was the guy. Like he's just fun. I definitely
3: had a pair of uh, homemade nunchucks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think we all did to some extent.
3: The funny thing too, is like, I remember having them at school and like getting in a fight with them, like just like play fighting and the teacher took them and then just gave them back to me at the end of the day. What? Like, that would never happen now. Like, no. they'd, they'd be no, calling they really like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be going to therapy. Like, you can't do what you can't do now, what you could get away with back then. There'd, yeah. be, there'd
2: be so many social workers. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that they'd
3: meet all of them for
1: it's funny we have a um, we have our county fair we have our we have our state fair that comes through town every year ten days at the fair you walk in there you give them your ticket uh, they scan you have a have a band you have a bag backpack they search through it they have a bag or purse or something like that they look through all your contents make sure you're not carrying any weapons in there and then congratulations you can enjoy our our central Washington State Fair and two feet from the di- from the entrance there is a stand that sells nunchucks and <laughs> it's like you just checked me I can just buy some right now. <laughs> Nice. totally makes sense <laughs> a little you know, back when you was like buy ninja throwing stars you know at the uh, pawn shops and stuff yeah, like that yeah. I mean, maybe you still can I don't know yeah
0: So let's uh, let's start talking about some games here. So, there we go. first off, for some reason we decided to, to to skip the the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game. Still a cool game, infamously difficult. Uh, maybe that's why we decided to go with two. I, I don't re- exactly remember, but the first game we're going to talk about is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, the arcade game on the NES, and that was released December seventh, nineteen ninety. Following the original. Arcade release, which was released uh, a year prior, so Turtles to the arcade game. What do you guys think? I really wish I had redeemed my Pizza Hut certificate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to to for some reason I, I didn't because I was like, oh, I'm. We we, we we for for listeners, we talked about this beforehand. If we're going to have like visual aids because we we are on <laughs> camera, and I was going to grab my copy, and I I do have I I do have the the booklet with. With the the coupon, um. oh,
1: <laughs> I, I cashed mine in like the next day. I was like, so I bought the game. I played the game. <laughs> like the next day after school, I walked home. I, there's a Pizza Hut between uh, my uh, my middle school and where I live, so okay. I was just like, well, I'll just take this with me to school and then grab a personal pan pizza of my choice. Man, it was cool. And I had a friend with me at the time, so like I had to share. But then we came home, we had pizza and we played uh, Turtles too. So That's pretty okay. good afternoon after school. Did uh, did you guys have the Book It
2: program where you yes. were doing? It we yeah. is, yeah. Oh, yeah. You were you remember Book It. So my parents hated Book It because the way <laughs> Book It worked here was I only had to read four or five books, and then I get a free personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut. But the catch was my parents had to take me. So, of course, I'm there with my little personal pan pizza, which costs nothing. And then my parents have to eat there, too. So they were like, we really didn't want to spend 30 bucks on pizza tonight. Oh. So thanks, Book It. <laughs> it's how
1: they get you. <laughs>
0: pretty pretty decent port of the arcade game of course there was a downgrade in graphics which was to be expected at the time i think the biggest changes for the nes version was that it was two player instead of four player it had longer levels and it had extra levels
3: as well
1: that's right yep yeah there was the uh, is it the snow level yeah
3: that's one of them
1: yeah and like uh, the, the, the dojo game. i think right
3: dojo yeah yep, yep.
1: Wow. Isn't that cool? Like, we get an upgrade. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's downgrading graphics and all that, but as a, like, hey, thank you for buying the game. You already played in the arcade. You know, I think it's cool that Nintendo actually, or Konami in this case, stepped up and said, you know what? Extra levels for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, great great way to to extend the gameplay because, you know, arcade games at the time, quarter munchers, kind of get you in and get you out. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, one other change is, like, there was no... Um, no uh, Turtles didn't say anything, like, when they got downed, or during the oh, cutscenes. Right. Yeah, shell shock. Yeah, <laughs> of course.
1: My toe, my toe. I love that one. Yeah.
4: Uh, you didn't know, it I... have an extra boss designed by like the actual creator of the comics too? Mm. Well, I bet
1: you're right.
3: Do Probably you... the Shogun Warrior, or uh, uh, the polar bear seemed pretty
4: generic to me. So yeah. I <laughs> that was kinda him, weird, right? Yeah, I, I could be thinking of another game. Who knows?
0: Well, yeah, because right. the 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 added bosses were yeah the the polar bear for some reason I always thought it was a panda like a like a maybe a it is panda, I... um, and then I don't know if the the guy in the dojo level is supposed to be anything. I just wrote down ninja dude because <laughs> I don't know who that's supposed to be. Yeah.
1: Makes sense, right? <laughs> One of the changes in the arcade, uh, from the arcade to the NES version, and I don't know, if, I don't know if a lot of people know this or even bothered to find out. Because again, I'm a Raphael guy, so in all of the arcade games and all that, I always play as Raphael. Raphael is the only one um, in the Nintendo game. Not if you hold, not if you push, jump, and attack at the same time, but you have to like tap jump and then hit attack, and then you'll do that that stronger kind of like swing move to like you know blast the Foot Clan like across the stage and all that. Um, you push both buttons in the arcade and you do that, except if you're Raphael. Raphael does like a kind of a forward roll. There's a couple of forward rolls and then like a sliding kick instead of that jumping attack move.
3: I just played the arcade game again today, and I and I learned that because all the other ones have the jumping slash that's in the. NES game that I would yeah, jam yeah. over and over again to get anywhere. Yeah. But but yeah, the arcade's a bit different. Yeah, it's it's real tough
2: when you face Baxter in Part 3 because you've got to do that jumping attack. Like That's the easiest way to take down Baxter. It <laughs> just keeps rolling around and you're yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> did,
4: did the NES... Did I imagine this or did the NES game or at least its 1.0 release have like I don't know, Pizza Hut ads all over the place in yeah. the oh, a, yeah. it did, no, Yeah, it's, it's heavily act- sponsored.
0: yeah uh where the the arcade game was just like generic billboards and whatnot and the nes version pizza ads all over the place one thing I, i i thought was a missed opportunity or i'm not sure why there's very few actual pizza slices in the game to for health recovery which i mean come on like they're trying to sell us pizza like give us more pizza well, the other thing
3: too, I remember, like I have a note here, like I used to rent it with a buddy of mine and we were younger and in the two player mode, you would only get one pizza. And mm. so there were probably so many fights between like older and younger brothers over the one pizza slice. Like we'd always be like, oh, who has like less health? You, you should take it. Or sometimes I'd just go snag it on them if I, if I could. But that would def- I'm sure that caused a few fights. And then in, in the third game for
4: NES, they fixed it. You'd get two. But yeah, oh, I remember awesome. fighting over the pizza. Sure. <laughs> and shouldn't it have been Domino's pizza considering the movie around the same time? Yeah, well, I guess it's... Pizza Hut paid paid for the sponsorship. Okay, yeah, because in the
3: movie, he gets Domino's. Yeah, the yeah. Domino's guy that they show up late and then he puts it through the sewer for him. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I guess Splinter did not teach the turtles loyalty at that
1: point. <laughs> <laughs> it's all was putting their, putting their money down.
0: So were there any, uh, like, particular bosses or levels that, that stood
4: out to you guys? Why, like, I never figured this out because maybe I didn't, pl- I don't remember beating the arcade game, but in the NES one, at the very end, two Shredders show up, and I don't get why. Like, is one of them a clone, an illusion? What's the oh, deal with that? Right, yeah. There's yeah, not no just, detail, he, so.
1: he, he multiplies himself. Yeah. And I yeah. always got it wrong because I was always like, "Oh, whoever has whoever's re- wearing the mask or wearing the helmet is the real one." But I think that's the opposite. I think like if you knock the helmet off or whatever, that's the fake one. So I always I get it wrong every time. Whenever I, yep, <laughs> whenever I, I, get that I,
0: I did the same thing in my, my
1: my recent playthrough of that, yeah, I keep on attacking the wrong guy, and then they just multiply further and multiply further. I was like, I'm not getting anywhere with this guy. <laughs> yeah,
3: he, he eventually runs out of clones, but you have to if if you just go after the the right one, it, it makes it a bit easier. Uh, yeah,
2: I almost try to attack the guy that's doing the, um, the lightning, yeah. mutagen lightning, right? So mm-hmm. usually that's the real Shredder.
4: It, oh, it, just, it just struck me as odd because like, I don't remember him like giving any kind of visual indication of what the other one was. Like, I think the other one just shows up in the NES game. and He doesn't clone himself. Maybe I, it, I'm doesn't, wrong, it, but... it
2: doesn't really do much in the arcade either. He just kind of like stands up and then there's two. That
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. phases a little bit.
4: Yeah, I was trying to figure out what's going on here. Why are there two of them out of nowhere? Yeah. So that yeah. kind of stood out to me as, like, what, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me, the, the biggest standouts were, like, I remember Krang and the, the two Stone Warriors. They just had, you had to hit them so many times to beat them. Oh. Like, I, I, like, compared to the earlier bosses. And I actually found some new strategies. And, like, I mm-hmm. I, when I started playing it, I didn't think I was gonna finish it without the code. So I put the code in, but I actually had enough lives left at the end where I would have beat it without the code. And I was just surprised, but I just learned a few strategies. I mean, I used to play the game when I was a kid. And I also found that if you just used melee attacks, like you'd get nowhere, the the foot soldier hit you back. So you had to spam that special move, where in the arcade you can actually go like combo a guy and, and get somewhere. But, yeah, NES, you just had to spam the special attack. And uh, I just remember Krang having a ridiculous amount of hit (laughs) points.
0: That's right. I think I uh, found a good, uh, like, the the jump and then jump kick. Yeah. Uh, I I got, like, the perfect, like, rhythm down where, like, I was just almost stun locking him for a few seconds. It was, like, the few moments where I'm like – it just felt so good. Was, I'm going to I'm going to beat this guy without getting hit and then yeah, that falls apart quickly.
3: Then yeah, it hits you once and half your energy's
0: gone. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I I have I have no shame. I absolutely used uh the 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 extra lives. No shame. Nothing wrong with that. No.
1: <laughs> I want to say this this might be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game, maybe the only one where Baxter Stockman is the scientist version, not the fly version. Maybe. I don't know I don't know about them I don't know about the other versions like the GameCube version the 360 version the, you know, the one the other ones down the line that are based on the newer comic series or anything like that but
2: yeah um, he's he
1: one of my favorite villains
2: yeah but I know in the GameCube which is actually a pretty good game uh, he is not a fly in that one he is still the scientist oh, okay all right yeah never played it that far i guess yeah <laughs> yeah
0: you get both versions cuz yeah in the the sewer level he's got the little little vehicle and then it's the um the garage level when you save april that he's the the fly the fly version nice yeah so pretty pretty decent representation of enemies there's some odd choices here and there with other uh, ninja turtles games but you know you you got your staples you got bebop Rocksteady, baxter rock soldiers krang shredder and then yeah there's the the panda and the ninja or the whatever he okay. is shogun <laughs> warrior yeah. shogun
3: warrior is the official name I okay think. okay
1: <laughs> some dude could have been anyone could have been uh could have yeah. been usami yojimbo <laughs> under mind control or something yeah, you know? yeah, anything. yeah, yeah. casey jones at least and then say oh sorry i thought you were the, ba- the bad guys uh, whatever you know it could, could have anything but oh well what are you gonna do
0: and uh, one thing that I, I've always found cool, and I don't know if this continued, I'm assuming this continues with the late later Turtles games, but started with this one is the different color foot soldiers, uh, you know, you, you get the the basic, you know, the purple is going to come punch you. And then the various colors with the different weapons and different attacks, uh, I thought it was a neat way of
1: mixing things up. It was great. And I love the fact that you could also um, attack their attacks back at them. Like, if they're tossing something at you, oftentimes you can hit it. Exactly, yeah. Get the sewer lid, and uh, it's coming at you, you hit it, and it rebounds and hits them instead. Oh, man. That's such a great thing.
0: Yeah, and then just overall, like, the gameplay is fantastic. Uh, Very tight. A little bit of that slowdown when you get some enemies on the screen, characters disappearing and whatnot. But overall, like, it's a it, it's a it's a fantastic port, you know, visual downgrade or not. I think I, I think they they showed really showed what the NES could do.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, agreed. It's one of the best,
0: especially with the the
3: two how they did two player simultaneous too. Like mm-hmm. I thought that was impressive. You'd have two turtles and then three foot soldiers on the screen at once, and it ran it ran pretty well. So yeah, they definitely did a good job.
0: Any other thoughts on TMNT the arcade to the arcade game or the actual arcade game before we uh, move on here?
4: Um, um, no thoughts, but a piece of trivia I have about it. Hit us. Um, it's actually Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one on the Famicom because they titled the one we know as one as a, a different title. So it, the one they have in Japan for the Famicom is actually TMNT one.
1: Oh, we didn't know that.
0: <laughs> I didn't <need> that. <laughs> <laughs> and these and and these were, if if I'm correct, if I remember right, when I was looking up info, these were all made for the American audience first, which was backwards. kind of unusual. But then again, that's where you know turtles were mostly popular. I'm I'm not sure how the the reception in like Japan was, but I'm assuming if if Konami made all these turtles games, that there had to be a fan base there. Hey. I, I would
2: love I would love to talk to somebody from Konami like really talk to them behind the scenes and say uh so guys what was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the first game what
0: was it before that like what did you turn into turtles because <laughs> there's a question there right yeah 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 I, I, I kind of feel bad leaving that out cuz we're covering like the main the the main like retro turtles games uh but yeah what 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 a strange game like Everything, the, the enemies, the, the areas, like, I mean, you got the turtles, uh, the turtle vans in it, but uh, yeah, what's going on with that game? Yeah, like, I
3: I own a small, I own a small retro store at a flea market. Like, we're only open on Sundays, mm-hmm. so it's just a part-time gig, and people come in, and they all buy that first one, even yeah. even though, like, I'll say, well, the arcade game, or the th- the third, the third one's a bit pricier.
1: Right, but I'll, right.
3: I'll point them towards the arcade game because it's only like five bucks more. And they all want they all, they all
1: remember playing that
3: original one. So it, it, like it, that one sells way better. And I, I don't know
1: why. It's just what we had. It's what we had yeah, when like we were growing up. We forced ourselves to play it because that's the only game we were playing at the time. It was during a time oh. when you know video rental stores weren't quite a thing yet. So you bought it because you love the cartoon. And you're like, well, now I'm stuck with it. So this is what I'm playing. I'm going to figure yeah. it out. I'm going to force okay. myself to love this game.
3: I played a lot of Total Recall back in the day. That's, that's, that's what my dad bought me because he liked Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I, I've told this story quite a few times. I have Iron Sword because my mom had a crush on uh, Fabio.
1: Yeah, the Iron
2: Sword's not bad. Uh,
1: Total Recall, however, that one's pretty rough. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, for but sure. The, the, the glory holes in the fence on the first level, man. That's... Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's worth checking out. Awesome. So uh, let's go ahead and check out the uh, second poll from the Cartridge Club NA Twitter account. And it was, what was your favorite TMNT cartoon growing up? So this kind of hits the various demographics and generations over the years. So the options were the original... That ran from 1987 to 1996. Next Mutation, which ran from 1997 to 1998. The 2003 series from 2003 to 2010. And then the 3D Ninja Turtles from 2012 to 2017. Overwhelmingly, winner was the original series with 84.5%. Then it looks like Next Mutation, not very popular at all. 1.2% uh 2003 series had 10.7% and the 3D ninja turtles had 3.6%. So any anybody have any or familiar with these other series I I've never seen any of the other ones myself.
1: You uh, know, the <laughs> the newer ones aren't that bad even though they say buya instead of kalabunga. Oh no! They're what? on. A, they're on a, Yeah. <laughs> no. That aside, that aside, um, they're actually not that bad. They're re- They're really not. They might be worth watching an episode or two to see if you want to get into it and see if you like it. Nothing will ever beat the OG, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far, because I mean, everything retro is new again. They're always going to come up with a new something or other. There's always going to be a new My Little Pony. There's always going to be a new Ninja Turtles. There's always going to be a new He Man Transformers. Mm-hmm. It's going to keep going and going and going forever. Um, but the newer Ninja Turtles series, I was actually pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. It's not the original. But it has its own charm and um and I and I kinda liked it. I thought it, was, I thought it was okay. Yeah.
4: Uh Red looked like you had some thoughts on it. The most recent one, I think it's the most recent one, where they're all three D and Cube like, mm-hmm. if that makes yep. sense.
1: Yeah, it, it doesn't look the same for sure.
4: <laughs> my my nephew watched Marathon the whole series and within episode two I fell asleep. <laughs> okay. I hated it. No, nothing made any sense about it. Hmm. Like why is April a teenager and not a news reporter? Why is hmm. everything a cube? I, it's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. A
0: stylistic choice, but yeah, it's sometimes you gotta wonder.
4: I, I mean, I literally fell asleep, woke up hours later, and you know he was still watching it.
0: You must be enjoying it then.
4: I mean, you know, kids like we were all kids once. We grew up watching. I grew up watching the. What did you say? Nineteen eighty-seven was it? Yes yeah that's the one i watched growing up and i loved it in the same manner but you know so kids never really change just the media changes true right but i could not tolerate it at all
0: This next game we're going to talk about tends to be kind of the 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 most universally praised uh, Turtles game, very highly regarded, especially the arcade, uh, and it's almost like a direct arcade port, and that is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4, Turtles in Time, or the Super Nintendo. And actually, one of the reasons that kind of pushed the Cartridge Club to cover Ninja Turtles is it was the 30th anniversary of the arcade game this year and that actually released uh March of 91 turtles in time. It almost feels like everybody already knows everything about turtles yeah. in time, but uh, yeah, well, I mean, let's talk about it. So super Nintendo was that point when we were getting like very, very faithful, direct arcade ports. Uh, of course um, it didn't have the four player, unfortunately, but we had the voice acting uh, visually, almost spot on. Uh, there's actually more voice acting in uh, the Super Nintendo version with uh, in between the levels, the mm-hmm. where they introduced levels. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. So turtles in time. What do you guys think? I was really
2: impressed. Like to me, uh, as much as I had turtles to the arcade game growing up and I thought it was really cool. Turtles in Time was the first time it felt like I was actually playing the arcade game at home. It was so good. It was so close. The art was so good. Everything that was missing from that first game and the home conversion seemed to be there with Turtles in Time. And... I I had never even played Turtles in Time. I didn't even know it was an arcade game when I first played it on the Super Nintendo. I just assumed it was a game made for the Super Nintendo. I only found out afterwards that it was an arcade game. And even though I have an arcade version of it now, I still prefer the Super Nintendo game. I think the Super Nintendo
0: game actually holds up better than the arcade version. Yeah, yeah, I I think I'd agree because, again, extra levels, more bosses. Like I I was actually surprised because it had been it's been a while since I played the arcade game and last time I played it, it was like at an arcade with some friends, you know, having some drinks. So, you know, things are kind of a little bit of a blur, but as in kind of preparation for this, I I checked out like somebody doing an entire playthrough and I was legitimately surprised the, 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 like, there's no rat King. Uh, There was less, There is more transition for the SNES version. uh, Yeah during the different time periods, like there was like, it, it felt more fleshed out. Like it yeah. made a lot more sense. Sure. Yeah.
2: yeah. And it, we, in the super Nintendo version, we got to see Bebop and Rocksteady be pirates. Yes. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
2: I, I, I will say that probably the biggest grievance that I have with the arcade version compared to the super Nintendo is we have that really cool dynamic where we can grab the foot soldier and, and throw them at the screen. Yes. And in the Super Nintendo, we got that cool, like it's almost like a call to Battletoads, that first boss in Battletoads where you throw the rock at the screen. You do right. the same thing by throwing the foot soldier at Shredder to damage him. And like the fact that's not in the arcade, like it just feels like such a missed opportunity.
1: Hmm. That's true. Yeah, because yeah, we're missing Rat King, and um, I, li- I loved that stage. And then when you go back yeah. and play the arcade, and when you play the um, Turtles in Time arcade machine, um, it's completely missing. And I was like, why? Yeah. I mean, and the Super Nintendo was all about that Mode 7. It's like, how can I use Mode 7 in this game? And that was one of the greatest things I thought you could use, was <laughs> throwing them right at your screen um, for that feature. And there was a, um, not the first surfing level, but like the second, uh, like when you're on those little hover, hover discs, or whatever. Yeah. The, ar- the arcade is side-scrolling, while the Super Nintendo version is like F-Zero looking, like from behind the view kind of thing. Yes. Um, neon this- night Riders, right? Neon yeah. night Riders. Oh, yeah. you know more than I would, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's just a-, a couple of different changes, but I- and I'm up with Mike, too. It's like, I never knew this was an arcade game. Uh For years, I thought it was just, you know, <laughs> Super Nintendo, here's the sequel to the thing that everyone wants, here you go. And it was brilliant. I loved it. Red, what do you think?
4: What do I think of the game in general? Well, because, well, how do I put this? I didn't really touch the arcade version besides playing one level, because my first experience was also on the Super NES with it. And my first experience was a living nightmare, let's put it that way. Because they, they handed me a controller, a specific controller called the Triax Turbo Touch 360. <laughs> oh, jeez. No. <laughs> wait, wait, we, we got to
0: describe this one. Just how in case, dare they? <laughs> just in case nobody's seen this controller
1: before. The Turbo but, Touch, oh my God!
4: But yeah, they uh, they handed it to me, and they're like, "Play this," and we, I finally beat it. And I'm like, "Who do I see about getting the last five hours of my life back?"
0: So, yeah. so let's specifically check out that touchpad, which it doesn't have your directionals. That's like the, um, uh, it's a sensor.
1: The- yeah, and um, the, the the Turbo Touch 360 is, in lieu of having a D-pad, a conventional D-pad, it's just a basically sensor area where wherever your finger happens to kind of lightly touch or press, you go, you're supposed to go that direction, but it's also not very accurate.
4: It, it, just, it doesn't work right for beat-em-up games. Now, for games that require a little saving. more turbo <laughs> button than D-pad, like, yeah, it'll be fun, but... Anyway, that's what they hand me the first time, and that made me hate the game with a passion (laughs) because I thought it was the game's fault. I was kind (laughs) of a dumb kid, you know. Fast forward about a decade, and here I am playing it with a real controller, and it made more sense. So, I'm sorry,
2: I'm sorry, buddy. You were set up to fail there. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Hey, I beat the game, but again, five (laughs) hours of my time.
0: (laughs) Oh man, that got uh, me an
1: award for just for that.
0: Anytime I see one of those, like. Kind of weird third-party controllers. There's this great uh, internet video. Uh, it's called Jaw Dogs. If anybody hasn't seen it, check it out. It's a it, it, it's 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 a flashback to all of our childhood ex- experiences where we go over to a friend's house and they'd hand us that controller. Fortunately, I, I never had any of those third-party controllers myself. Thankfully.
4: Well, thankfully, that was
3: definitely the controller you gave to player two that you didn't like. <laughs> yes, that's who got that. <laughs>
4: I can promise it. It could be way worse. I can promise you that.
0: Oh,
3: I'm the sure. Turbo <laughs>
4: turbo, not the worst way to play it. Oh.
3: So, well, I I never played it with a turbo touch, but uh, same with everyone else here. I played it. I I didn't know it was an arcade game. Um, rented the game, uh, loved it, finished it after I rented it because it's not that hard. I actually took it back to the store. My parents were upset that I was done with it already, so. <laughs> But still a great game, um, the varied levels, um, just uh, the sound for the Super Nintendo version too, like when you hit the foot soldiers, you, you grab them and you're smashing them. It just sounds like you're, you're kicking ass, kind of like Final Fight, like really, really good sound effects, really impactful. I found it easier, the arcade version I found easier than the first arcade game, like you could actually get somewhere before it would take all your money. But yeah, just a great game. And whenever I have friends over who don't play games, like even my wife will play that game with me. Like, so Turtles in Time is usually the go-to. Like, and it, you're having a couple of drinks. It's an easy one to play. And every, everyone gravitates to the TV and we all just have a good time with it.
0: I don't re- remember exactly how I was first introduced to it. I'm, a, I'm pretty sure it was the same. I didn't I didn't know about the arcade version for many years. Like, there, there was a... A gap in my my early childhood when I like earlier years I used to have some nearby arcades that I used to get to and then uh, I did some moving to a couple places that didn't have arcades and then later on in life moved back to an area that had arcades so I think Super Nintendo was also my first introduction and one thing that again that I I, I especially loved about this was the representation of more more enemies that we saw from the show you know Leatherhead. Yeah, the the seeing the different versions of of Bebop and Rocksteady like that that needs to be more of a thing, and I don't know if it's more of a thing in other Ninja Turtles games because they were always disguising, as far as I remember, they were always disguising themselves, <laughs> and right, <laughs> it, it just worked so well. And then, want well, to
1: give you a little? Oh, go ahead. Uh, and as I said, and
0: they also uh, mixed in. Um, uh, we had Toka and Razor, uh, Super Shredder like metalhead i think slash,
3: Yeah. Like, in in the super yeah, slash sauce
1: awesome. i like the fact i like the fact that it gave you uh the silhouette so it's kind of like a name yeah. that pokemon it's just like oh Here's going to be the final boss of, you know, you Baxter Stockman is the first stage or whatever. And you're like, oh, I recognize, or, you know, Leatherhead, of course, stands out like a sore thumb as it is. But you're like, oh, cool. You know, you kind of know what you're looking into. Because that was kind of the fun things about any of the Ninja Turtle games. Uh, the, uh, you know, the villains were so iconic in and of themselves yeah. that you're just like, oh, I can't wait to see who's at the end of this level. Hopefully it's, you know, hopefully it's Rat King. Hopefully it's, you know, Leatherhead's always a popular one. You know, I guess we'll find out here pretty soon. So it was so cool to see that, you know, mm-hmm. you can, it kind of showed you a little teaser of what was going to, what was to come.
2: And then you play the arcade game and you get to uh, the prehistoric level and it shows you
1: that silhouette. And you're like, oh, so it's Clayface from Batman the Animated Series. It's <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> just, just mound this pile. And it's funny too that when you go back to it's like, hey, you know, Shredder comes in. I'm sending you back in time and it's like 65... 65- Million BC or whatever the whatever the age is, and there's Foot Clan soldiers there. All of a sudden, just hanging out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, wait, <laughs> send them over there too. I would I would be too happy with my boss if you're know, yeah. going back in time too.
3: Yeah. Ha- hazard pay for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I I I
2: gotta watch the animated series then. But again, but I I can't remember Mudman at all. No. Like, I don't remember him. So when I see him in the game, I'm still mystified by it. But s- seriously, like Rat King such a better boss than just those terrible aliens that you
1: Mm. had to just... Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. What a horrible way (laughs) to end that sewer. Sewer surfing is such an iconic stage. That music, everything is so on point with that level. And then you just get stuck. Getting stuck between all these aliens? Awful. Awful way for it to end.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Rat King was always a cool guy. I mean, they had that that little hover thing that he's on, whatever that thing's called, you know? But yeah
0: yeah uh and for some reason of of all the versions arcade whatever like the the, the most stand out like voice line in all the games was for for me was from this one it was the when you get down the oh shell shocked <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then J- john yeah you mentioned the my
0: toe my toe
1: right yep yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a few of them. There's like, you know, like uh, who put out the lights, you know, when they fall down the, the yep. sewer hole, which yeah. is funny because they live there. I mean, you think that they <laughs> right. know how to <laughs> go into a sewer drain, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, in their, in their in their sleep if they could. Um, no, they, it was cool with the C and it was cool with the Super Nintendo that they had that voice chip that maybe they didn't talk as much as the arcade version, sure, but they would still throw in some of those voices, maybe not voiced by the people who voiced the cartoons. This was during mm-hmm. a time when uh, video game voices would come from, uh you know sally in financing yeah. she's like hey can you come in here and record this voice really quick um i mean so, so, this is the way it was back then you know so um uh, but cool that they had voices to go along with those when you hear when you hear master splinter in in the queen's english say you know whatever he's talking about and i don't know thank you my <laughs> turtles <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay um again any other any other thoughts on on uh, turtles in time before we move on
1: it's fantastic I thought it was cool they added new levels. I mean, not, not just new levels, but they added new moves, too. So um, you could either, with the Super Nintendo, ver- like the arcade version, if you walk, like, three steps, you start running, which is so annoying. Because then oh, you yeah. just end up doing, like, a shoulder tackle, or if you hit jump, you'll do, like, a front handspring or something like that. But you could also, on the Super Nintendo version, change it. So you could either double tap to run, which I which I would rather use. Yeah, I, I want to control when I run. Um, But then when you do that, you, you have the option to... Do a kind of a front spring which can turn yeah. into a sliding attack, or you can... The arcade version's kind of a little bit hard to control,
2: too, because most of the uh, turtles go into combos, and the end combo is this jumping-flying thing that almost helicopters in the sky for a bit. So sometimes, like, you're just stuck. You don't want to be doing it, but you're just stuck. Yeah. You go way yeah, out
3: there. It's, you... it's floaty, and you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you can do you the jumping kick... Game
1: you can yeah. do the jumping kick but they also have that jumping like you can just keep slashing or keep attacking on the way down <laughs> yes. right? yeah it's such a yeah. it's such a such a slow way down you know Well,
3: and one thing i noticed too is like i and i don't know if it was like this in the arcades because i can't remember but on the arcade one up cabinets the attack and jump buttons are backwards so they're actually a real they're not that fun to play to be <laughs> honest <laughs> until you get used to it are they are they
2: backwards to what you're used to playing on the NES or backwards yes. to the arcade? There it there,
1: is. Yeah. 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 Jump, jump and attack or flocked or switch.
3: Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if the original arcade had them like that too, but I, yeah. I'm assuming one
1: up went for like the authentic.
3: It'd be cool if you could map it. <laughs> yeah, yeah like uh I,
2: I have a lot of arcade one ups if you didn't know so uh <laughs> on on um the golden axe cab uh it's kind of, it's a three button layout and uh you know they have golden axe on the thing itself so of course you see on the panel itself it says jump attack and magic then when you start playing alter beast and if you're familiar with the original arcade alter beast the actual uh attack and jump are in the wrong place, so your jump is usually up, and you have to attack with the two bottom buttons, but because they didn't want to confuse people, they actually remapped it, so the mapping for Alter Beast is wrong, so it would be cool if you could remap that. I didn't know. Interesting. I'm sorry,
0: tangent there, guys. I'm sorry. I- <laughs> <laughs> That's good info, good info. So let's uh, check out the third poll that the Cartridge Club NA did on Twitter. This one was, well... Less of a poll, more of a respond. And it was, if you are a Ninja Turtle, one, what weapon would you use? Two, what color would your bandana be? And uh, this one was kind of fun. So we got a lot of different, uh, varied answers. And I'll just kind of run down uh, some of the responses we got here. Round 2 Gaming says, an axe, dark red. He thinks Kratos-esque Ninja Turtle would be awesome. Then we got Chris Roberts said, a machine gun, black and white checkered. (laughs) Sounds about right.
1: That's not very (laughs) ninja-like.
0: Then we got Barry Mars said, an infinite godlike ability to do whatever I want. And the color of TARDIS blue. (laughs) <laughs> mo and dane designs says a three section staff and green then we got uh super jeff good gamer says he would have nunchucks orange bandana called call me mikey i'm a party dude <laughs> <There you go. laughs> i'd responded with uh swords katana and black you know it's okay uh, i like the swords and you know, i wear a lot of black uh, brazzle says a spear and a blue mask and then Derek Moore says, is a shotgun an option? Something dark stands out less. <laughs> then we got Josh Leslie, vocal harmonic enhancer to stun and distract, and a massive sledgehammer that has an electric current running through it, a tie-dye ban- bandana. My Turtle goodness. name is Watterson. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got Super Nintendo Hodge says an axe with a black bandana.
1: Okay.
0: Eric H. Tesseract unfolded says, uh, "Crap! I made one in grade school, but I don't remember it now. Honestly, my melee weapon of choice is a staff, and my favorite color is purple." So and he shares a gif of uh, Donatello. There you go. <laughs> and then, <laughs> lastly, uh, King Joey Shatterbox says uh, his turtle Sona uses a pair of comma and has a brown bandana, and comma is kind of like a um, sort of like a, a a sickle, sort of more less curved, more straight. You no. Know. So, yeah, so thanks thanks for those answers. Uh you guys have any thoughts combos you'd like to see for Ninja Turtles?
1: I I was hoping to hear someone say that Jason Voorhees mask and a machete or something, you know. So nice. <laughs> <laughs> Or Jason you know, Voorhees mask and a hockey stick. A yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, that already exists. <laughs> uh you know, I would I would go I would go uh, polka dots and uh my weapon would be crippling debt. So I would just <laughs> nice, <laughs> yeah, yeah, take out my foes with those, uh, with those five, five, four Oh one K's that don't amount to anything. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of forms you got to fill out. It's like, Oh, got to do this again. All right. Yeah. You can't get a, can't get a cosine. Can't get a loan on anything. Yeah. That'd suck.
0: <laughs> Red, you got any thoughts on that?
4: As far as me, I would want a, a, a like, pure white mask and a, a double-edged battle axe. There we go. Yeah. You know, because what people don't know is that ninjas were, like, masters of all types of weaponry, and not just katanas, you know? Yep.
0: Absolutely.
4: And uh, an interesting fact about, someone mentioned, mentioned, are guns an option? They actually are, because in the early issues of the comic, the totals would sometimes steal guns from their opponents and shoot the opponent. Hmm
1: oh there you go there you go
4: this was back when they all wore red masks though
1: that's true yeah the original in the comics they were all red yep uh mojo any thoughts
0: i think i
3: I heard someone say tie-dye that'd be pretty cool you get you get all the colors in there (laughs) for a weapon i I don't know i mean i i I liked the side back in the day i know i know everyone hated it but uh, Probably everybody's cool.
0: first in- introduction to that weapon, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it was mine.
0: All right, so uh, let's talk about our third and final game for this episode, and that is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Hyper Stoned Heist, which was the Genesis version of Turtles in Time. Ish. Uh, Ish. Ish. Ish.
1: Well, ish.
0: Inspired by? Like, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of changes. It's its own
1: thing. Yeah, there's there's a lot of... uh... I mean, there's, there's its own console wars about that alone, you know, which yes. one's a better game. And we could talk about that later between one or the other. And there's a lot of uh, varying opinions on both sides.
0: Yeah. Very different game, uh, different levels. I mean, some of the lo- same levels are there, but everything is so mixed up. I made a note, like there, instead of being a level boss, a level boss, like they would do small sections of a level and then move you into another level and then another level and then, then a boss. So like the first level was sewers, then street, then sewers again. And then you'd fight Leatherhead or um, right second level was the, the, the surfing, then the pirate ship, then a cave. And then you'd fight rocksteady and, and no bebop, no pirate bebop rocksteady.
1: (laughs) Sorry, Mike. (laughs) <laughs> yeah there weren't as many levels but those levels were a lot longer
0: yes there's no throw which is unfortunate uh, but one thing I I will definitely give Hyperstone and maybe this is just me but it actually f- does feel a little like the gameplay is like a little tighter a little faster I don't know I'll what do you guys think uh, Hyperstone Heist I played it for the
3: first time today like actually completed it. And I, I will agree that the gameplay is tighter. Like it, it, but that that's kind of a Genesis thing, right? Everyone, everything seems like less floaty.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: When I was younger, I thought the Genesis was a terrible system and the Super oh. Nintendo was, was everything. Now I'm getting into Genesis stuff and I wish I got into it way earlier. But I will say this game, it just, to me, the, there wasn't enough. It wasn't varied enough compared to the Super Nintendo one. So, that, and I don't really have attachment to either of them as far as nostalgia is concerned but i i just found it was kind of a cop-out where like you've got your first three levels yes they're longer but then level four it they actually call it the gauntlet and you literally fight the same bosses over. <laughs> again they got a bit more power and a couple of extra attacks but they do have tatsu in the game which is kind of cool kind of random it's the only one that has him but i went on another notes i got here I bet the bosses were pretty easy it feels like it was an afterthought to get something out on the Genesis right away. Like, I almost feel like they just wanted to have a game. So they rushed it out. And I don't understand why they just didn't do a Genesis turtles in fun. Like, I, th- yeah, I, I think yeah. it, I think it would have been a good game if they just did that.
2: Yeah, that's an, that's an interesting question. Uh, I I was hoping no one was going to say tattoo because I was going <laughs> to come down to the fact of what is the best teenage mutant Ninja turtles game? Well, whatever one has tattoo, obviously. <laughs>
3: It's just a random insertion. Like he's not in, he's not in any of the other games, and they just throw him in there. It's yeah, yeah really I mean, cool.
2: It's it's not like the turtles have this amazing rogues gallery where they could put hundreds of different
1: characters in, but we'll put Tatsu in. <laughs> and now explain, explain for uh, even people like me who's not quite familiar, and I'm I'm not married to the Ninja Turtles. Who is Tatsu?
2: Tatsu was uh, Shredder's number two, the trainer from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Movie. Oh, the, the interesting. Guy.
1: Yeah. oh, okay. Oh, dude. Yeah. Okay. That's been a minute. All right, cool. Now I know. I, yeah, I, was, I was playing this game just the other day myself, just getting ready for the podcast. And um, I remember I fought him and I was like, what? You know, some <laughs> of the other ones, like you see, you see Token Razor and you're just like, oh, I recognize them from the movie. You know, sure. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know, are they, are they toys? I think they are now. Were they in the cartoon, the original cartoon series? I don't know. Um. I don't think they, they might have been. They were. They, they might may, be maybe yeah. in the later the later issue like the later lef, uh, levels um, <laughs> the later episodes where I, after I stopped watching it. But it, yeah. uh, that's interesting. That's cool. I I, didn't, I never know that.
3: I don't think the Tatsu action figure sold very well. If there was <laughs> <laughs> just a guy, guy. yeah, just
2: some dude, <laughs> random guy.
3: What? And even in the game, he just calls foot soldiers, right? And then he yeah, yeah. throws stuff I at mean, you. He doesn't do much. But I thought it was kind of neat that they put him in a game, though
0: personally I don't have a lot to say say about Hyperstone Heist um, I had never had the opportunity to play it uh, before I mean I, I could have, I could have emulated it or something but it's just one of those games like growing up, I had a friend that had a Genesis he didn't have that my first time playing it was in preparation for, for this podcast if somebody growing up had the Genesis, they didn't have a Super Nintendo and you didn't know any better I was like yeah, this would I mean, this is the the best you got, and if that's all there was, I think you'd be pretty happy uh, if that's what you grew up with. You know, it, it, it's still a cool game. Like, I, I'm not taking that away, but personally, for me, compared to what Turtles in Time was, it's just it's so lacking in in, in so many ways. Yeah, and I, I think it's actually um kind of a a bit pricey compared to to its counterpart.
1: Big time. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Largely, yeah, why I don't have sure. a
0: copy of it still. Yeah, I say. remember.
2: I remember uh, how I got my copy was even ten years ago, ten nine years ago. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Hyperstone Heist and the Genesis was going for about a hundred bucks loose back then. I mean, it's bananas. And uh, I don't know if you guys remember uh, Keeb, Keeb the Joking Gamer, who mm. lived in the province <laughs> with me. Anyways, we worked out a trade, and like it was the most bananas trade I ever made. I ended up giving him like five different systems. I, I was trying to be nice, right? And then he was really weird about it, too. And I'm not 100% sure he actually owned the copy of Hyperstone Heist. He traded with me, but <laughs> here we are. Because <laughs> he, really he was really weird about it, and I think it might have been his cousins. But anyways, he did the trade, and and that's how I got my copy of Hey Stone Heist and that yeah. was actually the first time I ever played it. Okay, cool, cool. You have cool. it
1: now? I uh, yeah. still have it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I wish I wish I would have kept mine. I um during the console wars, Super Nintendo versus Genesis, I had both and I had a TurboGrafx 16 as well. Um mm. and I I did have um i'm not rich i just that was my number one hobby so i just whatever um but i did um i did have it back in the day um so i had it along with turtles in time so i have that nostalgia factor for both but yeah they're both very same very similar as, as if they just shared the same sprites for the most part but yeah you know again with one of them having more levels you know the genesis version less levels but longer levels um the play control just seems tighter like not as floaty in a way um and then um even the the Genesis version also has like each each Ninja Turtle has their own kind of special move, like their own yeah. like we're talking about with uh, Turtles 2, the arcade game where everyone has that jump and slash. Um each one has their own one of those things too. Um so yeah, it made you kind of like want to go through and play th- the other ones. But the other thing for me too is like when you get to the final boss, you always you know, you always go through the bosses, they're always gonna have fun, see what's coming up. Inevitably you'll you'll run into Krang, sure. And then um, Shredder, final boss, you know, or could it be Super Shredder. This is without a shadow of a doubt. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Hyperstone Heist is the easiest Shredder of every Ninja Turtles game ever made ever because he has the yep. most predictable pattern ever. Because you just you just hang out because he he'll he'll glow and then it's like oh if he's red he'll do the fire if he's uh, green he'll do the mutagen blast but if he's blue then he'll shoot up in the sky so it's like well I just wait for him to turn blue and then I just I just walk up walk above him or walk below him. And then when he turns blue, I just walk above and then just start hitting him. And uh, it's like, it's it's almost a letdown (laughs) because you're looking for kind of a challenge for the final boss anyway. But when you finally beat Shredder, you're just like, oh, this guy's nothing. Mm. Uh, Red, you
4: look like you had some thoughts. Yes, I do, actually. And this is a big one because this is the game for me. Okay, nice. Ninja Turtles goes. So let me harken back for a second where I said Turtles in Time. My first impression was bad because of the controller and all that. And, uh, see, and that's part of the reason Hyperstone Heist clicked with me so well is because I started with the standard controller, you know, and y'all mentioned, like, Tatsu, and, you know, I have such strong memories and ties to the first movie that when I saw him, it clicked even more. And then Shredder at the end going in all super, I have strong ties to the second movie as well, so that made it click further still. How can I put this? Basically, Hyperstone Heist is in comparison to Turtles in Time, you could say Turtles in Time is not good compared to Hyperstone Heist, because it's so dang good. It is... I know I'm probably the odd man out (laughs) here, but...
1: No, I I agree with you, buddy.
4: But, like, Hyperstone Heist, like, picture a small house, right? The small house is Turtles in Time. Now picture the Empire State Building. That's Hyperstone (laughs) (laughs) Heist. Sure. Strong feelings. Everybody gets them. Like, it's almost a perfect beat-em-up. That's how I feel about it. There... There's like basically nothing wrong with that. I mean, it, it,
0: like it, like I said, it, it it overall, I I think it's a great game. Uh, it's just when the comparisons come into play, that's where I kind of choose my sides. Sure, and, you know, there's it, it, nothing wrong with loving Hyperstone Heist because I, I mean, when I played it, I had a blast.
4: Well, as I said, dare to compare. You can't actually compare it you because, by comparison, Turtles in Time is nothing compared to Hyperion. Like. <laughs> it's just, it's just, one thing it does have going for it, as far as perfection goes, is its length. It's shorter than that. It's shorter than Turtles in Time, so it's so that makes it so that's already a plus right there. Right. Because you know, some of us are busy guys. We can't just like put a game in and spend like, as I said, five hours trying to beat it anymore. Why would it take
2: you five hours to beat turtles in time? I must be missing something here. And also, I'm almost 100% sure the reason you're not showing us your real background here on the video is because if you turn it to the side, there's this big shrine for Tatsu. And that's the (laughs) (laughs) real.
4: Well, not quite that, but when I was a kid, I did build something of a shrine, but not to Tatsu. (laughs) It was a school project. I built. Uh, I built the four turtles out of paper craft and made a miniature shrine out of it. Awesome.
2: All right, yeah. all right, all right, all I, right.
4: I will I will give in a little
2: bit if you do me a favor. Downstairs in my basement, I have a Genesis Turbo Touch. If I mail this to you and you play Hyperstone Heist with the Genesis Turbo Touch, and then if you tell me that it's still as bad, I will listen to you. Okay. <laughs> can you elaborate that a little? I have a Genesis Turbo Touch downstairs. What's the Turbo to, Touch? That's the controller you played with on the Super Nintendo. Thing. I didn't know oh, they made a Genesis one. Wow! I have one downstairs. <laughs> uh, I will. I will send it to you, and I want you to play through Hyperstone Heist with it, and then tell me if you still think Turtles in Time is a worse game.
4: Well, I can certainly do that. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, if you're serious, I'll definitely attempt that.
0: Well, you're 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 definitely not the only one. Um... So, spoilers in our community impressions, we we do have uh, somebody who's also a big Hyperstone Heist guy. But um, before we get there, do we have any other thoughts on Hyperstone Heist? Actually, unrelated to Hyperstone Heist, you did mention Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. And that also happened to have uh, the 30th anniversary this year. Um, I think it was the... Uh, I thought I wrote it down somewhere. Oh yeah, uh, March twenty second was its thirtieth anniversary. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, man, Kevin Nash is old. That's
3: <laughs>
1: true. Oh, yeah, he played yeah. Shredder. Right? Yes, yeah, Kevin Nash was Super Shredder. That's right. Vanilla cool.
3: Ice going into Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I can't forget that. <laughs> yes, yes. The uh, I'm, I'm sure the movie is entirely what catapulted Vanilla you know, Ice to stardom.
1: <laughs> You're right. Not,
0: not Ice Ice Baby. Of course. I mean, most kids. That was a big
1: thing. I mean, after that movie came out, I mean, they they went on tour, they did live shows. I mean, like the Ninja Turtles yeah. themselves. I I had the I mean, many people had the Ninja Turtles VHS of uh, them out doing live, live concerts. Oh my yeah, exactly. Oh my god. I mean, it was it was <laughs> that was the it thing for a while. Um, like you were talking about earlier with the pajamas and stuff like that. And then and us here in the podcast, I'm sure we can all, I mean, we're in our 30s. I'm in my 40s. I mean, we can all admit that we have at least one Ninja Turtles shirt. I have Ninja Turtle lounge pants I wear all the time. You know, (laughs) it never ends. My my wife has at least three pairs of Ninja Turtles pajamas. That's awesome. Nice. I mean, you (laughs) bought them for her, but that's awesome.
2: No, no, no. No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She got them herself. See, that's even better. All right. so All right. you, you, You married up on that one. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
0: let's get some community impressions then again if you follow cartridge club na on twitter we do the polls and then usually towards the end of the month we'll we'll do some sort of uh, like wrap up this time we uh said uh, we're recording the ninja turtles podcast and we need your help A quick pitch for your favorite TMNT video game. What is it and why? We're going to take turns here covering uh, some of the responses we got. So go ahead and uh, let's take it away.
3: At It's Rocket Sauce said, The OG arcade is my favorite. It was mind-blowing as a kid the first time I saw the cabinet at Chuck E. Cheese's. I could play as my favorite cartoon characters and the game was great. Also, the cabinet art. Chef's Kiss.
1: Can we talk about that for a second? Uh, do you know the uh, Do you know the discrepancy in the arcade art and the um in the arcade art of the original Ninja Turtles arcade game? I you know what t- it is. No idea. April O'Neil wears a wedding ring. I didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. look look at the arcade art, and you'll see April O'Neil. I think she has her hand on her hip, or her hand on her leg, or something like that, holding her video camera. Look at her left Look at her left hand. She's wearing a wedding ring. She forgot to remove it during the shoot.
2: My first crush first crush was the April O'Neil from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Arcade Cabinet. I was in
0: love with her. <laughs> I was in
2: so you can't have her. You're killing <laughs> my dream now with the wedding ring, John.
0: <laughs> nice, nice.
4: At Round 2 Gaming, for me, it's easily Turtles in Time. Wonderful memories playing it with my childhood friends, with the Cartridge Club during my first PRGE, and along with my wife this month. Hashtag Cartridge Club, hashtag CC Unite.
1: Always oh, cool to see those guys at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Uh, I'll take the next one. Uh, this is from at Frantic Society. My favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game is definitely Turtles in Time, my most rented game as a kid. I play one of four totally tubular cool turtle dudes and defeat Shredder throughout various time periods. I beat them up for all ages. It's a classic for a reason. Go kick some shell.
2: All right, so I'm up next. JJS Boyce, Manhattan Project 1992 for the NES, has a special place in my heart. My parents asked if I wanted it or Mario 3 for my birthday. Of course I get one where I got to say Mario, and you guys know I have a problem saying that correctly.
0: <laughs> say it however you want. This,
2: this was set up, I'm sure of it. That's the <laughs> right I,
3: way to say it. <laughs>
0: I couldn't
2: choose. Both came in late in the systems life cycle, and both had excellent SNES follow-ups. That slightly disappointed me at first. Best of NES Manhattan Project.
3: Get out That's such a good game. Uh, <laughs> it's, a good, it's, it's, a, it's a great Get game, though. It's great. <laughs> I, love I Manhattan like it better than the arcade game.
1: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's another podcast for another time. Yes.
3: <laughs> at TSM3K underscore Chris. At the moment... Rescue Palooza. It's got everything a TMNT fan could ask for. Great arcade action, loads of characters to unlock, great comedy moments, a good challenge, and an in-game performance of pizza power.
4: At Haru Zero K, a quick pitch for your favorite TMNT video game. What is it and why is it Turtles in Time? Everyone is free to prefer what, what they want, but I guess they mean want, but... That is genuinely how I thought that sentence was going to end. Also, the SNES version of Tournament Fighters. The game has grown a notable fan community who keep updating slash refining the game. They even made a new version that combines it with Justice League Task Force. The new version coming out looks amazing. And then
0: um, before we get to our next two uh, community impressions, I wanted to give a special shout out to these two guys, uh, Captain Algebra and Corpse Flood Gaming. Uh, Captain Algebra. Algebra played through most of the TMNT games and Corpse Flood managed to play through the entire console and handheld library of the TMNT games with a bonus PC fan game. So, wow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Res- Rescue Palooza is the fan game and that's that's worth th- that's worth looking up at least.
0: Yes, yes. Cool. Uh, John, mind reading the next one for us?
1: No, not at all. This is actually from at Captain Algebra and, and he says Hyperstone Heist, but Turtles in Time is a close second, a very close second. The music, the level design, the bosses are all great. It's what sets it apart from Turtles in Time is the speed that it plays at. Interesting. All right, so
2: I'm up next. Uh, I, I just want to say something else about Captain Algebra because I love him. Uh He right. is like the most talented dude. I've watched him play and he's who I want to be when I grow up and playing <laughs> games. Like, he's so good. Like, it's it's crazy. Wait, I haven't yeah. shaved your head yet, so we'll see. I know, I know. Uh, Corpse Flood, Corpse Flood, after beating every TMNT game this month, that answer has changed so much. There's only like two bad and five mu out of the 33 that I played, but I would have to say Rescue Palooza is my current fave. There are some surprisingly good games in that library that need more love. Reason being, it's the perfect combination of all the classic TMNT games with tons of references. But totally new levels, even a Bayou Billy tribute swamp level, some of the best songs from the NES games, and... And I think I forgot the rest. (laughs) You cut it off, so we'll improvise. And... And Hyperstone Heist is nowhere near as good <laughs> as <laughs> Turtles in Time. And, and, Red, it, it, it is funny that the ones they're getting you to read off are all Turtles in Time, love, I will
4: say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, wasn't,
2: that wasn't
0: intentional, I, pro- I promise. Yeah, uh, Corp's was a good dude. The line that I cut off was, uh, he said, and voices that match the show, plus yeah. around 60 total unlockable characters. Oof. Um, yeah. Does anybody else have experience with um,
4: with Rescue Palooza?
2: Not yet, but I will now.
1: Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. I've never heard of it. It sounds awesome, though. As I sit here listening to all of us talk, I'm looking it up on my phone. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's yeah. one I've heard of. Um, it's, uh, um, you know, I'm really, I'm cool with fan made games, but I like playing games like sitting on my couch on my television. And a mm-hmm. lot of these games you have to play like via PC on your yeah. computer. Yeah. I don't have a computer set up for all that. Um, I know there's so many great fan-made games, and I've heard this one is one of the better ones. But I'm hoping that, you know, even the people who are making TMNT uh, Shredder's Revenge are taking a note from Rescue Palooza to add, you know, we always play as the four Ninja Turtles, but wouldn't it be cool to play as Casey Joes? Wouldn't it be cool to play as Usagi Yojimbo? I would love that.
2: I was going to say that earlier. Like I grew up a huge Casey Jones fan from the cartoon. Cause he was like Clint Eastwood voice. He was ridiculous. And then when he showed up in the movie, I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. That was my favorite thing about the movie. They included Casey Jones. Yeah. Like, I would totally love to play as him.
1: So we'll see.
0: And I, I'm assuming um, we're all pretty excited for Shredder's Revenge. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah looks, looks, looks fantastic. Dot emu. Uh, following up yeah, the the coming off of the Streets of the street rage 4 remake and dragon strap remake even though those were lizard cube i don't think this is lizard cube but the caliber is there and i, I we kind of know what to expect and it, from what the, the trailer they showed just looks absolutely fantastic
1: i'm in buddy i can't wait yeah.
0: same here awesome so as we wrap things up here, uh before we go to the little outro section, does anybody have any final thoughts about these the games we talked about, Ninja Turtles in general? Uh Red looks like looks like he got something for us.
4: Yeah, about that. Uh at least Hyperstone Heist, Michael B game gamer did not get a <laughs> crappy remake. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, yeah, that, that's true. It
2: it, yeah. hasn't, it hasn't
0: been reshelled. You win there. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never played that one, but yeah, I've heard not so great things about it.
1: Yeah, well, the good thing about us is we have the originals. We can play the if we you know if we want to play it, we'll play it the way it was intended to be played on a yeah. Super Nintendo. You know, mm-hmm. it's nice that they have these options to play. Hey, go back to your classics and play the new ones on it. It's like, no, I don't want that. I just I'll, I'll if I want to play it, I'll I'll play it. I'll play it the way it was meant to be played. You know.
4: Right, you know, I got jokes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Perfect.
0: Okay, so... I'd just like to let everybody know what uh, we can expect coming up in uh, future months of the cartridge club. So April uh, we'll be playing through the legend of Zelda wind waker. Then in may uh, we're playing act razor and that was selected and will be hosted by Chris, the old ass retro gamer who won the opportunity to host Mm. during the cartridge club charity stream uh, back in December of 2020. So uh, that might be something that we do uh, again. uh, This This coming December, when we do the the annual uh, Cartridge Club charity stream, so definitely tune in there. And then, uh, with each new episode of the podcast, we announce the following upcoming game of the month and announcing the Cartridge Club game of the month for June twenty twenty one. Episode ten is Cuphead, which is available on the <laughs> Nintendo Switch, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, Windows, and Mac. So basically, all your modern systems. You can play Cuphead, and that is quite the game.
1: It is never beat it. Too too hard for me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say it's 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 too hard for me. I can't do it. I love it. Love the animation. Love the graphics. I love playing it. Um, I bought it originally for. I'm so glad I had an Xbox One when I had one because I never used it. But it came out for that first, and now I have it for the Switch. Man, can't do it. I can't. I can't hold up. I can't. I can't stand up to you kids. I can't do it.
0: <laughs> That's just one of those games. Is just keep at it. You'll get through it. You'll get through it. Yeah,
1: you say that, but
0: here I am. <laughs> it, it it it's kind of like the Nintendo hard, you know the the repetition. But it's no, it no. no it, it's
2: not. It's not Nintendo hard. This new level of hard that everybody's going for with this Demon Souls and Dark Souls and like what was that? The Seiko and Sakurai right? was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's a different <laughs> level. That, that's that's not NES hard. That's you know, there's this level of accomplishment when you beat Ninja Gaiden. When you, when you get a little bit further in Sekiro, you, you're just a masochist. Like, you just did horrible things over yeah. and over
1: again until it worked. I, I, well, we are talking about, talking about the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it is beatable <laughs> if you've done it. And I've done it once. Um, and the very first time I got up to Shredder, I had one life left. He hit me with the uh, mutagen gun turned into a turtle. That was game over. To play it again, you got to start all the way back at level one. There was yeah. no passwords. There was no saves. You had to start at the very first level and go all the way through it every time. And I, I beat it once only. Um, wow. And Mike, Mike Tyson's punch out could be up there too, I guess, uh, I guess, <laughs> but yeah, that's a different level of like, they're making it hard for the sake of being hard, but they had, it also has all these save states and you know, you can pass, you know, you can save the game whenever you want. It's not the same. It's not the same. Cool. I mean, it, especially games like, like Ghosts and goblins for the NES. Of course it's hard. It was a quarter buncher for the arcades. You want to keep popping quarters in there. They ported that to the NES. It's a different level of hard, a different kind of hard, not the same.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, so, uh, Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Cartridge Club Game of the Month podcast. Uh, So again, if you'd like to get involved with the club, I'd, I'd encourage you to follow us on Twitter at Cartridge Club NA. You can also visit our Discord, which had a lot of discussion this month for Turtle Power Month. There's also the cartridge club forums at cartridgeclub.org and the Facebook community and group pages uh, to those of you interested in supporting the club beyond a review of, on the podcast app of your choice. I'd like to mention the club is entirely funded by pledges made from members of the community. We are extremely grateful to those supporters. And if you're interested in becoming, becoming one of them please look into how you can do that at patreon.com slash the cartridge club and then for our guests uh, i'd like to give you all a chance to um shout out uh, your social medias any other place that your your online content you host um so let's uh let's do that so uh, so our, uh retro mojo uh, how do uh, people get a hold of you yeah
3: so instagram and twitter at retro underscore mojo uh I've got a YouTube channel with no videos, but maybe someday when I decide <laughs> to take the time to do it. But retro <laughs> underscore mojo on YouTube. And uh, just a sh- quick shout out to my, my little store I have at TND Video Games on Instagram. And then we have a Facebook page as well. So if you're ever in the Ottawa, Ontario, Canada area, uh, hit me up and uh, come see me at the store. Awesome. I uh, sometimes
2: frequent that area, so yes. Uh, we'll be in touch.
3: I, I actually co-own it with uh, a guy who used to do YouTube, Dave the NES guy. I don't know if you remember him, but he used to do videos. He was actually quite good and he, he should have kept up with it. But him yeah, and I yeah. kind of just
4: co-own the spot. Okay. Cool. Red McKnight, how can uh, people find you online? Twitter, at Red McKnight. The R is capital. Uh, there's two Ds in red. And let me just spell it out capital R E D D, capital M C, capital K N I G H T. And that's my name on uh, YouTube and uh, Twitch as well. Awesome. John Riggs. Uh, I'm sure
0: everybody knows who you are, but <laughs> nobody In case knows they who don't. I am.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I am at John Blue Riggs. Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram if you just search John Riggs. Um, just on YouTube, uh, you'll find probably my face pointing at something uh, in my <laughs> thumbnails, um, and I'm all about just I'm I like VR stuff too and Switch stuff too, but most of my videos are about like retro gaming, like mostly NES stuff, but retro gaming nostalgia for sure. Um, and with conventions starting to open up soon, um, you can find me at Retropalooza Palooza, Retro Houston coming up in July. I should be vaccinated by then, so here's how. awesome awesome. and then um, when the the borders open up then i'll be visiting uh ontario canada um as soon as i can anyway because i've i've missed my canada i haven't been to canada in literally 18 years now so it's been a long time i have my passport i was ready to go i was gonna go last year didn't go you know everything happened of course uh, the way it happened but um we don't. Um, I'm a huge breakfast cereal fanatic, and we don't have Shreddies in the United States. So I've got to, i got to, got to get my my haul back here to oh, the United you, States. Oh,
2: you don't have Shreddies in the United <laughs> States. Boo hoo, <cry laughs> a River. We don't have Fruity Pebbles. We don't have Count Chocula. I literally have uh,
3: the brand new. <laughs> got it right there. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: have uh, birthday cake, fla- uh, birthday cake flavored Fruity Pebbles uh, celebrating oh. their 50th anniversary. I just got these in the mail today because I, I work with Post. So awesome, awesome.
3: <laughs> the the Americans. Cereal magical.
1: <laughs> I've, I've, uh, I've, um, I have sent because I'm as nostalgic for breakfast cereal as I am video games, and I've sent breakfast cereal all over the world. But whether it be South Africa, Australia, um, oftentimes like sending all like capping Crunch or Fruity Pebbles and stuff, I'll send it to Australia. It's like two dollars a box of cereal, but it's like fifty dollars in shipping, yeah. so. <laughs> And especially my my buddy, uh, we were just talking about a corpse flood not too long ago. I promised him on send to a box of that, uh, that Ghostbusters cereal that we'll be getting here pretty soon. So So anyway, go ahead. Sorry, dude. Uh,
0: Yeah. And then uh, no stranger to the club. Uh, Mike, how how can people uh, find you online if they don't already know how to do so?
2: So I'm sorry. I, I'm speaking out of turn a lot here, but going back to what John said, and John was like, oh, me? The only thing that could have made that better is if he was polishing his YouTube play button at the time for 100,000 <laughs> subscribers, right? I don't, even,
1: I don't even have it on my wall. I literally I literally got my thing. I unboxed it. Here's, here's my, here's my $100,000, you know, not $1,000, $100,000 silver play button. I put it back in the box. It's literally in my closet. It's just like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. So many other people, that's their life dream. John's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. In the closet. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather show fan art than anything else. It's all its all about the fans. It's not about, you know, that.
2: <laughs> okay, so I'm Michael B. the Game Genie. I've been doing this a very long time. I like stuff for the NES. I like arcade stuff recently. That's kind of what I've been mainly interested in the last little while. It's really brought back a passion for me being on YouTube and doing this stuff. So I've been focusing on that. You can find me, Michael B. the Game Genie, on YouTube. I'm on Twitter, at Mike B. Game Genie. You can find me on Instagram at Mike. I forget. I've changed it a couple times, but I think it's (laughs) Michael B. 1980. And, uh, yeah, that's about everywhere you can find me. And, anyways, I hope we connect and hope that you enjoy my channel.
0: And then uh, I am Church of the Game Grinder. You can find me on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as the Game Grinder. And then, of course, uh, your occasional host of the Cartridge Club podcast. Mojo, Red, John, and Mike, thank you very, very much for joining us uh, for this episode of the Cartridge Club podcast. It was great, and you all seemed very excited to talk about Ninja Turtles, and I think you were the right crew to have for this podcast. So, again, thank you for joining. Always. All right. And then uh, we look forward to hearing from you all soon. Thank you very much for joining us and CC Unite.
4: Wait! Wait. Go for it. First we before we end, we should establish the pre-fight ritual of Hyperstone Heist is better than Turtles and Con.
1: Here we go again. That's how oh, you go out. Oh. <laughs>